It was lame, man. It was not lame. It was funny. It was so lame. Anyway, whatever. Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. You can check us out on thewatchlistpod.com. You can also engage us on your social media at the watchlist pod. And you can also subscribe to us wherever you pick up and listen to your podcasts. Make sure you hit that subscribe button as well. Whether it's Pandora, Apple, Google, the whole schmear. All right. First of all, I am funny. Second of all, we've got a lot to break down tonight, today, Mm -hmm. whenever you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. The Emmy nominations came out. And people, Patty and I, for 20 minutes, have been trying to dissect all of the information that is out there to tell you what shows got how many and all this other sort of shit. And it's it's like extracting a tooth, just trying to find cohesive lists. But anyhow, the Emmy nominations are out. I Are you surprised by any of these? You know, I I just I want somebody to explain to me the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. What are they getting that I'm missing? Cuz I am so bored with that friggin' show. I haven't watched it since like the second season. I was like, I'm done. I'm out. See, I think the show is amusing. Um, other people get into it more than I do, but I like it. But I put it aside. I think Laura and I watched season one. And then we put it aside and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll eventually get to season two. Yeah, and, and I haven't. Right. I haven't gone back because it's just meh. It, it's gr- That first season was like, cool, yeah. And now I'm like, all right, there's way uh, so much other stuff. Well, I'd just wa- rather watch the other stuff. So we are on deadline and we are looking at shows that have five or more nominations. Now, first off the list, Watchmen on HBO leads the entire pack with 26 nominations. And they should. And, and that's the- way better than Maisel. Holy shit. 26 nominations for Watchmen. That's yeah, that's yeah. incredible. So then and there, that was its first season. That was its first season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then you have Marvelous Mrs. Maisel uh, at twenty, Ozark at eighteen, Succession. Yeah, The Mandalorian. Fuck yes, with fifteen nominations, tied with Saturday Night Live and Shit's Creek. And Shit's Creek, Mandalorian beat out The Crown, which only has thirteen. It beat out uh, the the movie Hollywood, which was actually very good. It was the amazing. movie or it, movie. It, it's a it's it's a lim- it was a limited series. Okay, okay. Hollywood was a limited series, and that has twelve nominations. But The Mandalorian also beat out Westworld, also on HBO with Watchmen, and Westworld has eleven. Handmaid's Tale with at yeah, ten. That one's. This past season, A Handmaid's Tale was not that good. That's I mean, what I've good, heard. But it just it, it wasn't it wasn't worthy the way past seasons were. Well, and see, that's why I don't want to get into it, you know. And and I appreciate shows like this, and I appreciate friends like you, and I appreciate other people who say, you know what, this the first season was fucking awesome. 
And that's all you really need to see. If you watch the first season and get to the end, that's the book. That that whole first season is all that you get in the book. Beyond the first season, that's like you're into new territory that was not written. Now, so that first it, season's fine. That's perfect. That's all you need. So let me ask you something. Just because I I am ignorant and I don't know, mm-hmm. were there multiple Handmaid Tale books? No, she's only written one book. So now of- she's got a second book, but this has come after much of the series has happened. Like so much, the later word, seasons have happened. She only wrote that first book, The Handmaid's Tale, and she was done for so many years. Greedy TV studio capitalizing off of popularity to self-generate more stories based on one book through the whole series like this this first season and everything margaret atwood she has had uh, a say in the show she's worked with them to make sure you know they get all the the history and stuff right and know what's in her head um and then after the first two-ish seasons then she came up with a second book that you kind of see some of the characters that you we've seen in the series that you know kind of came up through the series uh in the next book and that's it that's all she's got okay the book was published in 1985 85 holy shit wow okay yeah the second book the testaments came out in september of 2019 so from 1985 to 2019 is the space between the first book and the second book. And the second book is pretty much the end of it. Okay. There's not much more they can do after the second book. Moving on. So, okay, just to wrap up, though, Handmaid's Tale, just watch season one. That's the book. That's all you need. Yeah, that's um, all you need. Yeah. All right. So I was very happy to see What We Do in the Shadows got eight nominations. I was very surprised and excited to see that, yes. I think that that's awesome. Do I do think we it's know, going is to that win? The fir- no. Do we know if that's the first time it's been nominated for anything? Uh, I do not know. I honestly do not know. Because remember, I found the show when it was one or two seasons. You know, it was, I had missed the boat on the movie completely. And then I found the show and it was already two or three seasons deep. I can't remember, but well, according I, to emmys.com, they got two nominations last year. Oh, well, they got outstanding a cinematography for a single camera series, half yeah. hour and half. outstanding sound editing for a comedy or drama series, half hour, half hour. They did not win either of those. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you look at the list of the categories for the Emmys, it's going to blow your shit wide open. It is a show that if they actually filmed all of the awards being given would be seven hours long because it's if, just stupid. If you download the PDF, it is 61 pages of categories <laughs> and nominees. 61 pages and on not- a friggin, you know, PDF. And not one of those pages listed them all by nominations by show. They broke them down all into very specific categories on each one of those 61 pages. We had to go to deadline to find the nominations by show. 
Seriously. Um, so, t- and Tiger, okay, good place tied with Tiger King and The Voice and Euphoria, Dave Chappelle, and something called Cheer with six nominations. Tiger King got six nominations. Hey, <laughs> okay. And then let's see what else. Um, the Beastie Boys story got five. And you kind of like that. I did like that. That I learned something new there. And the boring as shit until you get to episode five of Star Trek Picard got five. Yeah. This Is Us got five. Will and Grace got five. And I think those two are kind of generous, those last, well, the last three, because Picard is just new. At least that's new. Yeah, th- This Is Us. I don't give a shit who they are anymore. I, I haven't given a shit who they are. Like... In the middle of season two, I was so like bored with that show. And I think that's right, because I think shows and and I think the movie industry is the exact same way as the television academy, although the television academy has got to be a hell of a lot worse with screeners and all that. I think that people nominate stuff that's comfortable. I, I agree. Comfortable and just stuff that they that they actually watch that they well, they actually recognize. Mm hmm. You know, because there's something here called the politician. Okay, what the hell was that? Don't know. I've heard of McMillions, the HBO um, documentary series about the scam for the the Monopoly thing at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. That got five. I've heard of the Beastie Boys story. I've heard of Big Little Lies and all that other sort of stuff. But I think that people keep nominating things because it's just what they know. Well, Bette Midler is nominated for The Politician. Outstanding guest actress in a comedy series. Oh, very good. Okay. So The Politician is on Netflix. Okay. Um, Oh, and we have to break that down, too. So That's about all I can tell you. It's on Netflix. Uh, All right. Yeah. Um, And this must be the first season of it, because... it's only got the five nominations. So contemporary costumes, contemporary hairstyling, main title design, contemporary makeup. Wait, no, wait, back the fuck up. And guest actors in a comedy series. Main title design has an Emmy. Yeah, these are all the nom- all the categories in which that show has nominations. Contemporary, just- contemporary costumes, not the sci-fi fantasy costumes. No, no, no contemporary costumes and then contemporary hairstyling main title design contemporary makeup non-prosthetic they gotta you know qualify it with that and then outstanding guest actress in a comedy series for bet midler you know what we're gonna fucking win an emmy because i'm gonna they have to out- watch this show now to see and, and true that. I'm just more amazed that if we were to actually film our episodes, we could be up for an Emmy. It, it sure seems that way, yeah. In some category. We could get somebody somewhere to make us a baller opening. Yeah. Same. A baller opening. That that sort of then blends into the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
share that Emmy because if I'm sorry, <laughs> anything that we're involved in that is nominated, if we win, I'm going to have one of those fucking angels holding a globe in my shit. So here's another thing that's interesting about the Emmy nominations. Netflix blew everybody out of the water. They have a total of 160 nominations. Excellent. HBO is number two with 107. The next most nominations is NBC with 47. That's saying a lot. That all those Academy voters are watching Netflix and HBO. Yes. and They're not watching much anything else. Well, they're not watching traditional television channels as Clearly much. Clearly not. Clearly not. And the, okay, so NBC, ABC, NBC got forty-seven, ABC got thirty-six, CBS got twenty-three, Fox got fifteen. So those are your primary four. Yeah, and you know there are there are many between ABC and CBS. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. That are not, you know, network. Obviously, they're not network. So, right. Amazon yeah. got 30. Hulu got 26. FX got 33. FX got 33. So, Disney Plus got 19. But what's interesting is that The Mandalorian, you fucking go, Dave Filani and, and John Favreau. Disney Plus got 19 total nominations, and 15 of those belong to The Mandalorian. Excellent. That's amazing. One of them is Giancarlo Esposito for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Drama Series. He also is nominated. He's the only actor from Better Call Saul nominated for an Emmy. And that's for Supporting Actor. Uh Saul didn't get nominated? Bob Odenkirk, Rhea Seahorn, Jonathan Banks, all were shut out. Wow. Even though Better Call Saul got other nominations for other things, the main actors got nothing. Except and for see, Giancarlo Esposito. And that's why I think that that people vote for what they know. Yeah. But, I mean, if they're watching it enough to know Giancarlo Esposito, Bob Odenkirk and Rhea Seahorn, definitely those two should have gotten something. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, do you watch Better Call Saul? I'm assuming you do, but I maybe you don't. I, I, you know what? I don't. And the only reason I don't is because I never finished Breaking Bad. You totally don't need to because this is all before Breaking Bad happened. I know, but there's a part of me that wants to see Breaking Bad first. Well, then fucking finish Breaking Bad and watch Better Call Saul because it's Hey, look, it's I saw the body dissolve through the goddamn bathtub. That was and I was like, I and <laughs> in reality wouldn't happen. Well, although I thought the science backed that up. No, I've I've heard it. No, that's not how it works. But he, okay, we're going to digress on that on another thing. But any who's later moving on. Uh, all right, moving on. So Apple TV, Apple <laughs> TV Plus got 18. Um, Pop TV got 16. BBC know, America got 10. On Pop TV. I don't even know. I don't even know either. Comedy Central got 10. And fucking Quibi. Uh, Fuck uh, uh, you, Quibi. Fuck you, Quibi. You're going to be gone by next year anyway. Got 10. Yeah. Yeah. I'd so, like to see the rest of the list, like under 10. Yeah. Because you know? this, this, this list does only have nominations of 10 or more. But Netflix in 2019 had 118 nominations. This year they have 160. 
HBO went down. They had 137. Thank you, Game of Thrones. And now only have 107. But you know what? Under 10, definitely AMC because that's Better Call Saul. I don't see that. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's at least one. That's under 10. (laughs) Yep. There you go. Wait a minute. They don't see that one listed. Okay. Yeah. So... So your top programs, Watchmen, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Ozark, Succession, Mandalorian, Saturday Night Live, Schitt's Creek, The Crown, which is still excellent. I I mean, I I love the it. The Crown? It's, I haven't I I'm I lost track on The Crown. You know what? I It's so interesting because it, you've been to England, right? No. You've never I been to England. I have not gone to the UK. I've been to Denmark and Italy. Okay. And I spent an afternoon in Sweden. When you go, oh, how was the afternoon in Sweden? It was nice. I mean, it was, you know, a quick little ferry ride from Denmark to Sweden, which is why I went because, you know, you're that close. Why not? Why not? When you go to, when you go to England, it is very interesting because yes, they have parliament, which is their actual government. Mm -hmm. And then you have the monarchy, the figurehead government, but it's all about the monarchy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and and it's just so fascinating that the crown is on the air because you feel as though you're really getting a glimpse into the life of this queen. Yeah, I watched the first season and then waited for the second one. But then life happens and other shows happen. Uh, So, I mean, I know it's good and I want to see the rest of it. I just haven't made the time. It's it's extremely good, and I like that they have changed the women who play Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, I noticed that, and I thought that was a good that was cool. I like the idea of that. Well, and you do it because it represents different times mm-hmm. going yeah. forward. Yeah. But the show also teaches you about British history. Oh my yeah. god! Like devastating British history. Hmm. There was a massive chemical fog that happened oh yes yes i recall that and then there was also an instance where this entire town was buried under a mudslide and it and and it was horrible i can imagine and 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 it it is so horrible but you you learn all of this in the drama so when you watch a show like downton abbey which i also very much like but nothing really happens except their privilege problems. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then you, and then you see the crown where actual, you know, they set against the backdrop of actual history. It, you know, you, it's fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Have you uh, watched Schitt's Creek at all? Because I have I not. Have, I have not either. I have heard it's amazing. Yeah. I, 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 eventually we will pick that up because right now we're all up into killing Eve's ass right now. Okay. And I feel a little bit better about that show because husband dude finally told Eve off is where I am right now. Oh, okay. So that's good. Um, but anyhow, um, so there's your list of nominations. Do us a favor, log on to the watchlistpod.com, click on contact us, let us know what you think of these nominations. Also, let us know what you think of Netflix blowing everything out of the water. Do you think that that's actually going to change the way other networks like ABC and NBC function? 
let us know because I think I think it will. Mm. I think because it's Netflix and you can swear and you can have nudity and you can actually have a little bit more of a brutal real life than regular broadcast TV changes how you watch stuff. Mm. Anyhow. Anyhow. Um, Anyhow. So some of the snubs that I oh yeah talk to me about of, snub. note, of note aside yeah. from you know the cast of Better Call Saul, Reese Witherspoon, no acting. Um, she didn't get nominated for any of the things she's in, which is Little Fires Everywhere, The Morning Show, and Big Little Lies. Not nominated for any of them. Shit. Yeah. That's um, fucked up. Yeah. Another snub. Um. Even, you know, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, everybody's on and on about it. But Jane Lynch didn't get nominated for that at all. Huh. Okay. Bump my mic. The category of late night talk shows, they shrunk it from six nominees to five. But then they only read off four names. And James Corden is not on that list. James Corden is not. Wait, not he didn't get nominated. nominated? No. Yeah, they, they shrunk it down to just four nominees this time around instead of, you know, they were going to do it just from six to five, but then they didn't even do five names. Really? Yeah. That sucks. Cause I like him. He's funny. Yeah. I like, I him. like, I like his carpool karaoke. I dig, you know, when an actor does their entire career against a blue screen and what is it? Five minutes or whatever. Uh, yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I, I think he's engaging and I, I like the dude. Yep. Yeah, so, well, they've got John Oliver, Trevor, Trevor Noah, Stephen Colbert, Samantha B, and Jimmy Kimmel. Those are the five. So, whatever I, wherever I read that they said they only listed four. No, they did shrink it from six to five. And James Corden is not on the list. Wow. Who is the fifth? So, John Oliver, Trevor Noah, Stephen Colbert, Samantha B, and Jimmy Kimmel. Huh. It's probably going to be Colbert. So Fallon didn't get nominated either. Which sucks because I like his show too. I think he finally found his thing because when he was on Saturday Night Live, I liked him, especially when he was doing Weekend Update. Mm -hmm. I thought that that yeah. fit him better than the sketch comedy. Like he was when he was a player in the, the sketches throughout the show. So I like that he found his thing. And you made me look at lead actress in a limited series or TV movie. Mm -hmm. Carrie Washington got nominated. Excellent. Octavia Spencer got nominated for something called Self Made. Even more excellent. Regina King, who I believe will win, is for Watchmen. Win. She better win. Um, but uh, have you seen the movie Unorthodox? I have not. HBO, not HBO, Netflix movie. And a woman by the name of Shira Haas got nominated for unorthodox and it's a movie about an orthodox jew who is about to get married and she she just decides that she she cannot do the lifestyle anymore so she runs away so the husband and the husband's friend or some family member go looking for her and it is an amazing look into the life of orthodox jews and and the wedding sequence is absolutely stunningly beautiful. It I really saw is. Oh, the trailer for this one. Okay. It's very good. I, I was going to watch it, and then I don't know what happened. 
It's very good. So, so rolling uh, back to the Variety Talk series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and would, Kate Blanchett got nominated too. I would prefer, instead of Jimmy Kimmel, Hassan Minhaj. I would have preferred Hassan Minhaj from Patriot Act on that list. Because that show, along with John Oliver, teach people so much more about the issues of today than any newspaper or anything. Well, and that's why I like, uh, do you do you uh, watch YouTube at all? There's a guy on there named Philip DeFranco. No, I I despise YouTube. Well. Unless it's a cat video. <laughs> I'm sorry. Franco is not a cat. I know, but unless it's a cat video, I'm just not interested in you. Oh my God. Anyway, for, for years now, he has been doing a show Monday through Thursday. It used to be Monday through Friday. Now it's Monday through Thursday where he breaks down the news. Okay. And I think he does it in a very good way because yes, more times than not, he will come down on a side, but he poses both sides of an argument. Whether it's politics, entertainment, sports, whatever, and I think he's great. And what I like, what I like about him, is the same thing. I what I like about John Oliver. He's educational. Yeah, yeah. John Oliver ratchets it up because he shows just the utter hypocrisy of something. Yes, and Hasan Minhaj does the same thing. Excellent. Yeah. If, See, if you haven't watched Hasan Minhaj Patriot Act on Netflix, do it. Do it now. Do it. He he even went and testified in Congress about the student loan bullshit that's going on. Oh, wait a second here. What? I'm looking at something and and this is going to blow your shit. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Steve Carell. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Was nominated for the morning show. Mm -hmm. That I knew from our outstanding lead actress. Wait, uh, lead actress in a drama series. Okay, Jennifer Aniston got nominated mm-hmm. from the morning show. Yep. That's it from the same show. Yeah. Yeah, the morning show got some got kind of snubbed. Aside from those I, two. And I and I I love Steve Carell and everything, but I don't think he was his performance was really Emmy worthy in that particular show. Well, and again. People vote for him because right. they know yeah. the name. Yeah. And yeah. J- Jennifer Aniston, I think she did do a good job. I think she did a really good job showing that kind of corrupted, you know, TV personality covering her own ass and trying to better herself, getting yeah. tired of being pushed down all the time. I think she did a good job with that. And I sure. Yes. But I, I don't think Steve Carell did good enough. All right. I know what you want to win outstanding reality or competition series. I was about to mention that. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Oh, the yeah. mass singer can go yeah. suck a dick. Oh, come Whatever. on. Screw you, buddy. Whatever. You know <laughs> it was good. And yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I said it was entertaining. <laughs> no, you know I didn't good. say it was good. good. I think and it's yeah. trash. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's trash. I think it's great. But I think it's I think it is distracting trash. I think it's because it's honestly, I, I think it's better than all these others listed. Well, nailed it. What's nailed it? Nailed it is actually kind of funny. It's on Netflix. It's uh they're trying to make cakes that are beautiful, right. like 
the beautiful cakes you see, but they suck. And they and they suck. And nailed it. It's um, totally like a sarcastic nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Um, then there's RuPaul's Drag Race, Top Chef, and The Voice. Now, the only reason I would vote for Top Chef in this category, although I find it interesting that American Idol didn't get nominated, blah, blah, blah. I would vote for Top Chef because that's the only one I watch with any regularity out of that entire list. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, and taking from, my personal disdain of The Masked Singer out of it. Yeah, The Masked Singer is the only one I watch regularly, but I have watched a good chunk of Nailed It because it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's funny. And I'm like, I could I could do that show, but I would never win because I can't even get close to being right. It's just so <laughs> awful. Every Yeah, no. Ah, shit. Now, as much as I want The Mandalorian to win Outstanding Drama Series, it ain't. (laughs) I love it to death. But that is either going to go to The Crown or Ozark or Handmaid's Tale. But I would love to see. I like that The Mandalorian was actually nominated for Outstanding Drama Series. Also snubbed, by the way. Yeah, we got to keep talking about snubs. At Home with Amy Sedaris. Have you watched that? I have actually watched that. And Sam was talking to me about how much she loves it as well. And it, it is. It's a really funny show. And Amy Sedaris is really funny. It's on True TV. At well, that's Amy. probably why. It's really, but it's really funny. And she's Amy Sedaris for fuck's sake. I, I am not saying that Amy Sedaris <laughs> is not funny. I think <laughs> well, she's hilarious. Saying, but, you know, the Academy should, you know, fucking Amy Sedaris for fuck's sake, you know? I understand. But again, <clears throat> it's got to be easy. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes if it ain't easy and you're, and she's on what, True TV? Yeah, it's on True TV, this, this particular series of hers yes yeah yeah i don't think any nomin or any nominating person knows where true tv is on their cable you're probably right. truthfully I, I mean just being truthful mm-hmm. oh here we are uh, emmy snubs well outstanding lead actress in a drama series you didn't mention anybody other than jennifer aniston there's oh, some really sorry. damn good names on this um, okay, Coleman for the Crown, Judy yeah. Comer for Killing Eve, Sandra O oh for Killing Eve, Laura uh, Linney for Ozark, and then here's the big surprise: Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. yeah, that's a, a big surprise. So, dude, more than Jennifer Aniston needs to be mentioned on that list. Oh, oh, by far. What the hell? By far, but I was just very surprised <laughs> that the other women in the show very specifically about oh, yeah yeah morning show sexism in television weren't nominated yeah isn't that interesting and the guy isn't who is that the interesting. one who's you know supposedly doing the he's the dick he's, he's supposed to be yeah. the Matt Lauer yeah and he gets nominated and he gets nominated exactly yeah yeah um i think that Olivia that Judy Cormer or Judy, Judy Comer Cormer? and and Sandra O oh will cancel each other out. Quite probably. Uh, I don't know if Zendaya will win. Yeah, I don't know either. 
I watched but a little I, bit of the first couple of episodes, the first episode, not the couple, the first episode. Yeah. Um, And she's very good. Yes. So I think it is down quite literally to Olivia Coleman and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Yeah. And Olivia Coleman, I believe, won last year for the crown. I, I think you're right. Yes. So I'm going to throw my money behind Jennifer Aniston, especially given the subject matter. Not to mention that Jennifer Aniston has always been a very underrated actress. Yeah, yeah, she has been. She has been exceptional in things. Exceptional. So I would give it to her. Yeah, and, and, you know, just the climate of today. Yes. And the topic of the morning show. Exactly. Uh, I think think, that. that Yeah, Jennifer Aniston's probably going to win it. Well, not, and not to mention the fact that it needs far more attention than that, you know, and and I think by her winning would prove that at least somebody has woken up in well, the yeah, television. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, the yeah, climate yeah, of yeah. today and yeah. the topic of the morning show and what that whole series is about. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston's probably going to win it. Elizabeth Moss was snubbed for The Handmaid's Tale, although I think she won once for Handmaid's you Tale. You know, she's not she's not the end all be all of handmaid's tale. There are so many other actresses in that show that are way better than her. And this past season, she wasn't that great. Mm. That Mm. is not a snub in my book. That's a, you need to do better, honey. Right. And, and I think that that's right. I would like to see actors nominated and have those nominations turn over. Yeah, you know, yeah. for years and years and years, fucking Frasier won. And I loved Frasier. I, I really did. Same thing with Cheers and just a whole bunch of shit. But after a while, those shows are on autopilot. And I want to see new things win. I want to see new actors succeed. I want to see more diversity. I want to see I want to see Hollywood turn over and not reward the same mediocrity. Right. Because exactly. if you're, if you're telling me Handmaid's Tale is not up to the same par as its first season. Absolutely not. Then, then I would only watch season one and be done. Mm-hmm. But any hoozy. Yeah, yeah. So the Latina women in nominated, the actress category in particular. I mean, One Day at a Time, the, the remake with yep. um, Rita Moreno. Brilliant, yep. brilliant, but also America Ferrera in Superstore. Yeah, she, she didn't get nominated. A great job on that show. That show was friggin' funny as shit. Yeah, I don't think that's even been nominated for anything. I don't think so. I didn't see it on any of the lists. I think sitcoms tend to always get overlooked. Well, yes and no. Unless they're in their own little category, you know. Well, or unless they're a juggernaut comedy, uh, well, yeah, like okay. the Frasers and the Cheers and the and Friends, and then they win everything every time, and nobody gets anything from any other show ever. Exactly. Until you know, there, that there one like a, dies, yeah. Until that one just goes away, and it's the last time that this show will ever be nominated for Emmys. I remember that so a couple of times. Yeah. You know, so they give them one last little award and send them on their way, and poof. When that show might not have been as good as it once was. Yeah, seriously. But I also think, and and this is 
this is part of the lens that we have to take things through nowadays. That there are so many actors of color. There are black actors, Latin actors, Latina actors, Asian actors, both South Asia and East Asia. Hollywood has such a fucking long way to go when it comes to even putting people in the room to decide if a show is going to be made, how it's going to be written, how it's going to be cast, and then actually go out and find the right people for it. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's broken in Hollywood. The fact that they say, oh, we're all about diversity and they don't do shit about it. Or they only do stuff a little bit for one race without elevating and lifting up other voices. So until people of color are in the decision-making rooms, this shit's just going to keep going. And that's a sad, sad state of affairs. But anyway, that's my soapbox for tonight. All right. Today, whenever you're listening to this show. So here's one that I find really weird and just in particular a nomination. So outstanding guest actor in a drama series, Andrew Scott is nominated for Black Mirror. Huh. Go figure. And this is the only nomination Black Mirror seems to have ever gotten. And it's for one of the episodes that I kind of that I had to look it up because I'm like, what the fuck was this episode? Who is, I don't recognize this guy from any episodes of Black Mirror. And it's uh, from season five, the second episode of season five called Smithereens, where uh, a rideshare driver takes some social media guy hostage. And that one was just so completely, what the fuck is going on? And I'm bored now to me. Let's get on to some more interesting Black Mirror episodes because this one's a snoozer. And this is what gets nominated. Huh. I wonder if it has to do with, uh, you know, the social media CEO guy who gets held hostage. If that's why they they gravitated toward it. It could be. But this whole season five of Black Mirror sucked so much ass. Did it really? Oh, my God. It sucked so much ass. It was so bad. Hey, a black lady sketch show was nominated for three. Oh, thank Directing Christ. Guest actress in variety sketch series. Uh, it, I hope that that wins for variety or sketch. What, what else is nominated in variety sketch series? Do we know? The nominees for that whole thing is a black lady sketch show, drunk history, and Saturday Night Live. There are just those three. Oh, then it's totally winning. I sure hope so. But I, because part of me feels like it's going to be Saturday Night Live because it's fucking Saturday Night Live. I will put a quarter on that right now <laughs> Only a and quarter. say it is going to be Black Lady Sketch Series. All right. One, because I think Saturday Night Live is a pale comparison to oh, what it used for to fuck be. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. But I think that the comedians on that show are brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I think what they do best are all of the, like the impressions when they were doing like Alec Baldwin deserved his Emmy when he won for playing Trump. Um, when 
um, they were doing the debates during the 2016 presidential election. That was hilarious. When they do all of those special short form things, I think they are outstanding. All the commercials are great. Weekend Update is great. But sometimes those sketches blow. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I will give it to Black Lady Sketch Show. I've got a quarter writing on that. I would give it to them, too. I will Venmo you a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> See, I am funny. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, we are, we are digressing. Yeah, now we're anyway. just listing shit that people could. Now, now we're just talking. Yeah. Go to Emmys.com. Go to deadline. Go, well, start at Emmys.com start at because Google, the, inter- you know, geez. because the interns who put together all those fucking PDFs on the Emmy website deserve your attention. Oh, yes. I would go there first. Look at the PDF. All right. Yeah. Look at the PDFs. All right. So the second thing that we have to talk about, Mm -hmm. the further drama with all of these movie theaters and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. So now... It looks as though AMC and Universal have come to an agreement that the window for pay-per-view or video on demand is no is no longer three months. It is now three weeks. Hmm. <clears throat> three whole weeks. Three weeks. What I don't get, and, and you and you were nice enough to forward me this article today because and Sam you was know, nice enough to forward me the article. Hey, what's up, Sam? (laughs) What I don't understand is how does AMC get a piece of that pie? Because according to the deal, AMC gets a cut, a non-disclosed cut of the video on demand revenue generated after those three weeks that a movie is in a theater. How the fuck does that happen? AMC and Theaters has an on-demand app. But... That could be part of it. Maybe. Maybe. Since we really don't know how they're going to roll these out, but... Yeah. I... I, I, uh, I, I was thinking there. I was actually sitting in the can. And I was <laughs> thinking about this. And I was thinking to myself, self... Somebody at AMC has got pictures of somebody doing something with some kind of stuffed animal that they actually negotiated this deal based on blackmail. Because I, I, I was hoping that Universal would be that holdout, would say, you know what, this paradigm is going to shift. Fuck you. We don't need you. But may, but more than likely what happened, hey, we're going to take pity on you. We don't want the theater industry to go away just yet. All right, here's a bone. Yeah, maybe. So for three weeks, at least with Universal movies, for three weeks, you'll be able to go to a movie theater and watch it. But then after that three weeks, you can video on demand it at home for around 20 bucks. That's okay. I can wait three weeks. Yeah. You don't seem too enthused. I'd rather, I think it was, 
I think the studio is letting the theaters push them around. I really do. And that's what I don't understand. Why? And that's why I'm like, I, 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 I don't like I get it. Never go to a theater ever again, to be honest with you. And, and I am in the exact same boat and we have free, we, have, we how, both have how I am now with these AMC trying to, you know, throw their weight around. Well, it's not just that it's the arrogance of the movie theater industry. Well, yeah, but I mean, just that, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but thanks to the covids I I I I really am not for the foreseeable future and I'm talking like well into 2021 am not going to be stepping into a movie theater. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. This vaccine they're talking about had better be good and right and work all the time for me to go to a movie theater again. Seriously. Yeah. But I I just don't get how AMC can throw that weight around. I don't I don't understand it. And but whatever. The window has shrunk by leaps and bounds. So movies like Fast and Furious Nine and all that other sort of shit get three weeks in a movie theater and then poof, they're in your house. Yeah. If you want. I'm still on board with waiting because I started waiting anyway. If my want to see waned after a couple of weeks, fuck it. I was going to wait for on demand anyway. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. You know, but if there's a big ass movie that's coming out. And Regal said they were reopening their movie theaters too in August. Hmm. On or around August 21st. Yeah. Mm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, they said they were going to reopen select theaters in select territories. At the rate, I just don't. Going, think- I don't. I I'm never going to set foot into a theater based on you know the COVIDs alone. You know, right? Not adding and I get annoying bullshit that they're doing. And there are friends of ours who have who have reached out to us both on Instagram at the Watchlist Pod, my my direct Instagram. And through, you know, through the website, watchlistpod.com slash contact us <laughs> to say, you know what, Bill, I miss the movie going experience. The movie going experience is awesome. <clears throat> I still want to go. And I respect that completely. But <laughs> thanks to COVID, that's just fucked all that shit up. Yeah. To be really, on it. Yeah. You know, and and now I, I can't even go to a grocery store, which I had to do today. I went to a grocery store and I brought my own like antiseptic wipes to wipe down the cart that I was pushing. And have you noticed when you go to a store, nobody makes eye contact with you anymore. Nobody talks to anybody anymore. You do get the polite, excuse me, I'm sorry, our carts were about to T-bone each other, but everybody is off in their own insular little world. I do not want that going into a movie theater. I don't want to have to worry about who's going to cough or anything like that. Yeah. I, I I really, really don't. And if I feel that way in a Walmart or if I feel that way in a ShopRite or whatever grocery store or big chain you go to, 
I sure as fuck am going to feel that tenfold inside of a smaller auditorium. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's it. <sighs> um, I just wanted to report on that, too, because that that just pissed me off when you sent it to me. So thank you, Sam. Yeah, thanks, Sam, for sharing that information with us. Absolutely. And thank you, Patty, for sharing that with oh, me. Duh. <laughs> of course, I'm going to share it with you. Duh. I'm keeping all the info to myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you, Bill. You go stand in line at a movie theater. Oh, look some shit up on the Internet. I try to. I have Googled. Uh, actually, when I when I get insomnia, I actually do Google lots of things just to try to get myself to go to sleep. And one of them is updates on the whole movie theater thing. Because I don't want my family and friends to go out and get infected. And I try to tell them the importance of, okay, now's the time. Beef up your home shit. Because that's the way we are going to go. <laughs> you did exactly that. You beefed up to a great TV and a great sound bar. I and poof. it did. And it looked you're, you're to me when I talk. Yeah, apparently. You can't even say shit in your own house without the remote going, okay, Patty. I will do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have like Hal, you have like a fucking Hal You're 9000. You're on the other side of the room. Why are you listening to me? But I'm always there, Patty. <laughs> I want to talk about it. Well, you better not talk about it. The robot overlords are going to come get your ass. When you're sleeping, this little remote hops up onto the bed. Mm. Are you awake? <laughs> oh, my God. Please, no. Okay, that's enough. Stop. <laughs> I, I'm going to order. I'm going to order stuff for you now. <laughs> all right, moving anyway. on. <laughs> all right, what else you got? I, I'm, I'm that's all, all I got, uh, man. That's all I got. Uh, so, everybody, log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Let us know what shows that were nominated for Emmys you actually love and support fully and that we should watch. Let us know what got snubbed that you're pissed off about. And also, with the, with the updates coming, it seems, every other day with this movie theater shit, are you going to beef up your home system or not? Are you going to go back to a movie theater? And if you're going to go back to a movie theater, are you going to curtail that somehow? What are you going to do? Log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on Contact Us. Engage us on our social media page at the thewatchlistpod or on your social media pages. And always subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts we would love to hear from you and we would love to bring you on board this fantastic ride we call the watch list with patty and bill cool <laughs> okay okay there you go and i am funny yeah i'm a legend in my own mind exactly anyway. shut up <laughs> all right we'll find new and engaging shit to watch for next time but until then, everybody, stay safe, mask up, and be careful. Okay, bye. Bye.